0: Cantos forty to forty two of Book two of the Ramayana of Balmiki translated by Ralph Ts Griffith. This Librivox recording is in the public domain recording by OM-123 Canto forty Rama's Departure Then Rama Sita Lakshman bent at the king's feet and sadly went, round him with slow steps reverend. When Rama of the duteous heart had gained his highest consent to part, with Sita by his side he paid due reverence to the queen dismayed. And Lakshman with affection meet bowed down and clasped his mother's feet. Sumitra viewed him as he pressed her feet and thus her son addressed Neglect not Rama wandering there, but tend him with thy faithful care. In hours of wealth, in time of war, him, sinless son, Thy refuge know. From this good law, the just never swerve, That younger sons the eldest serve, And to this righteous rule incline, All children of thine ancient line. Freely to give, reward its right, Nor spare their bodies in the fight. Let Rama the Sarath be, Look upon Sita as on me, And let the cart wherein you dwell Be thine Ayodhya, fare thee well. Her blessings does Sumitra gave, To him whose soul to Rama clave, Exclaiming, when her speech was done, Go forth, O Lakshman, go, my son, Go forth, my son, to win success, I victory and happiness, Go forth, thy foreman, to destroy, And turn against at last with joy. As Matali, his charioteer, Speaks for the lord of gods to hear, Sumantra, palm to palm applied, in reverence trained, Rama cried, O famous prince, my car ascend, May blessings on thy course attend, And swiftly shall my horses flee, And place thee where thou bidest me. The fourteen years thou hast to stay, Far in the wilds begin to-day, For Queen Kike cries away. Then Sita, best of womankind, Ascended with a tranquil mind, Soon as a toilet-task was done, that chariot, brilliant as the sun, Rama and Lakshman, true and bold, sprang on the car adorned with gold. The king, those years had counted over, and given Sita robes and store of precious ornaments to wear, when following her husband there. The brothers in the car found place for nets and weapons of the chase, their warlike arms and mail delayed, a leaden basket and a spade. Soon as Sumantra saw the tree. While seated in the chariot he urged on each horse of noble breed who met the rushing wind in speed as thus the son of raghu went fought for his dreary banishment chill numbing grief the town assailed all strength grew weak all spirit failed ayodhya through her wide extent was filled with tumult and lament Steeds snied and shook the bells they bore each elephant returned the roar then all the city young and old while with their sorrow uncontrolled rushed to the car as from the sun the panting hearts to water run before the car behind they clung and there as a eagerly they hung with torrents streaming from their eyes called loudly with repeated cries listen Sumatra, draw thy rein drive gently and thy steeds restrain once more on rama will we gaze now to be lost for many days the queen his mother has besore, A heart of lion to endure, To see her godlike Rama go, Nor feel it shattered by the blow. Sita, well done, with heart's pride, Still like a shadow by his side, Rejoicing in thy duty still, As sunlight cleaves to Meru's heel. thou Lakshman, too, hast well deserved, Who from thy duty hast not served, Tending the peer of gods above, Whose lips speak not but words of love, thy firm resolve is nobly great and high success on thee shall wait here thou shalt win a priceless mead thy path with him to heaven shall lead as thus they spake they could not hold the tears that down their faces rolled while still they followed for a space their darling of a race there stood surrounded by a ring of mournful wives the mournful king for i will see once more he cried Mine own dear son, and forth he hide. As he came near, there rose the sound, of whipping as the dame stood round. So the she-elephants complain, When their great lord and guide is slain. Kakuta's son, the king of man, The glorious sire, looked troubled then. As the full moon is one dismayed, By dark eclipses threatening shade, Then the saddest son designed, For highest fate of lofty mind, Arched to more speed the charioteer away away why linger here arch on thy horses rama cried and stay oh stay the people shied sumantra urged to speed away the townsmen's call must disobey fought as the long-armed hero went the dust his chariot wheels upsend was laid by streams that ever flowed from their sad eyes who filled the road then sprung a war from eyes of all the women drops began to fall as from its lotus on the lake the darting fish the water shake when he the king of high renown saw that one tart held all the town like some tall tree he fell and lay whose root the axe has hewn away then straight a mighty cry from those who followed RAMA'S CAR arose who saw their monarch fainting there beneath that grief too great to bear then rama rama with the cry of ah his mother sounded high as all the people wept aloud around the lady's soaring crowd when rama backward turned his eye and saw the king his father lie with troubled sense unfailing limb and the sad queen who followed him like some young creature in the net that will not in its misery let its wild eyes on its mother rest so by the bonds of duty pressed his mother's look he could not meet he saw them with their weary feet who used to bliss in cars should ride who oh, never by sorrow should be tried and as one mournful look he cast drive on he cried sumantra fast as when the driver's torturing hook goes on an elephant the look of sire and mother in despair was more than rama's heart could bear as mother kind to stall's return, who sold the cubs for whom they yearn, So to the car she tried to run, As a cow seeks her little one. Once and again the hero's eyes Looked on his mother, as with cries, Of war she called and Jesus wild, O Sita, Luxman, O my child, Stay, cried the king, thy chariot stay. On, on, cried Rama, speed away. As one between two hosts inclined, to neither was Sumantra's mind. But Rama spake these words again. In lengthened war is bitterest pain. On, on. And if his wrath grow hard, thine answer be, I heard thee not. Sumantra at the chief's behest dismissed the crowd that toward him pressed. And as he bade, to swiftest speed, urged on his way its willing steed. The king's attendants parted thence and paid him heartfelt reverence. In mind, and with the tears he wept, each still his place near Rama kept. As swift away the horses sped, his lords to Dusret said, To follow him whom thou again wouldst see returning home is vain. With failing limb and drooping mien, he heard their counsel wise. Still on their son, the king and queen kept fast their lingering eyes. Canto 41 The Citizens' Lament the lion-chief with hands praised, was born from eyes that fondly gazed but then the lady's bower was rent with cries of weeping and lament where goes he now our lord the sieur protector of the friendless poor in whom the wretched and the weak defence and aid were wont to seek all words of wrath he turned aside and never when cursed in ire replied he shared his people's war and steeled the troubled breast which rays had filled our chief on lofty thoughts intent, In glorious fame preeminent, As on his own dear mother does, He ever looked on each of us, Where goes he now, his sire's behest, By Queen Kage's guile distressed, Has banished to the forest hands Him who was all the world's defence. Ah, senseless king to drive away, The hope of man, their guard and stay, To banish to the distant wood, Rama the duties true and good. The royal dames, like cows, bereaved, Of their young cubs, thus sadly grieved. The monarch heard them as they wailed, And by the fire of grief assailed. For his dear son he bowed his head, And all his sense and memory fled. Then where no fires of worship fed, Tick darkness over the sun was spread. The cows, their thirsty calves denied, And elephants flung their food aside. Thrisanko, Jupiter looked red, and Mercury and Mars the red, in direful opposition met, the glory of the moon beset. The lunar stars withheld their light, the planets were no longer bright, but Matthias with their horrid glare, And dire Bisakas lead the air. As troubled ocean heaves and raves, When doom's wild tempest sweeps the waves, the Zalayodhya reeled and bent When Rama to the forest went. And chilling grief and dark despair Fell suddenly on all men there. Their wonted pastime all forgot, Nor thought of food, or touched it not. Crowds in the royal street were seen, With weeping eye and troubled mien. No more a people gay and glad, Its head and heart was sick and sad. No more the cool wind softly blew, The moon no more was fair to view, No more the sun with genial glow Cherished the world now plunged in war. Sons, brothers, husbands, wedded wives, Forgot the ties that joined their lives, No thought for kit and kin was paid, But all for only Rama cared. And Rama's friends, who loved him best, Their minds disordered and distressed By the great burden of their woes, turned not to slumber or repose, Like art with all her hills bereft. Of Indra's guiding care, Ayodhya in her sorrow left, By him the high-souled heir was bowed by fear and sorrow's falls, and shook with many a throw, while warrior, elephant, and horse sent up the cry of war. Canto 42 The Surat's Lament While yet the dust was seen afar that marked the course of Brahma's car, the glory of Ikshaku's race turned not away his eager face. While yet his duteous son he saw, he could not once his gaze withdraw but rooted to the spot remained with eyes that after rama strained but when that dust no more he viewed, fainting he fell by grief subdued to his right hand kaushalya went and ready ate the lady lent while varat's loving mother tried to raise him on the other side the king within whose ordered soul justice and virtue held control to queen kaike turned and said with every sense disquieted touched me not Thou whose soul can plot, All sin K.K. touch me not. No loving wife, no friend to me, I never again would look on thee, Never from this day have aught to do With thee and all thy retinue. Thee whom no virtuous thoughts restrain, Whose selfish heart seeks only gain, The hand I laid in mine, O dame, The steps we took around the flame, And all that links thy life to mine, Here and hereafter I resign. If a too thy darling son, joy in the rule thy art has won, Never made a funeral offerings paid by his false hand approach my shade. Then while the dust upon him hung, The monarch to Kaushalya clung, And she with mournful steps and slow, Turned to the palace worn with war. As one whose hand has touched a fire, Or slain a Brahman in his ire, he felt his heart with sorrow torn, still thinking of his son forlorn. Its step was torture, as they rode, the tresses of the chariot sowed, and as the shadowed sun grows dim, so care and anguish darkened him. He raised a cry, by war distraught, as of his son again he tart, and judging that the car had sped beyond the city, thus he said, I still behold the footprints made, by the good horses that conveyed my son afar, these marks I see, but high soul drama, where is he? Ah me, my son, my first and best, on pleasant couches wont to rest, with limbs perfumed with sandal fanned by many a beauty's tender hand. Where will he lie with log or stone? Beneath him for a pillow throne, To leave at MORN his artly bed, neglected and with dust overspread. As from the flood, with sigh and pant, Comes forth the husband-elephant, The man who make the woods their home, Shall see the long-armed hero roam. roused from his bed, though lord of all, In semblance of a friendless troll, janak's dear child who never has met, With aught save joy and comfort yet, Will reach the day the forest warm, And wearied with the breaks of dawn. Ah, gentle girl, of woods unskilled, how will her heart with dread be filled, At the wild beasts deep roaring there, Whose voices slip the shuddering hair? Kekei, glory in thy gain, And with your queen begin to reign, No will, no power to leave have I, When my brave son no more is nigh. Thus pouring forth laments the king, Guard by the people's crowded ring, Entered the noble bower like one, New bedded when funeral rites are done. Wherever he looked, not met his GAGE, but empty houses, courts, and ways, closed were the temples, countless feet no longer trod the royal street, and thinking of his son, he viewed man weak and worn, and war subdued, as sinks the sun into a cloud. So passed he on and wept aloud. WITHIN that house no more to be, the dwelling of the banished tree, brave Rama, his Vidyahan bride, and Lakshman by his brother's side like broad steel waters when the king of all the birds that plied a wing has swept from heaven and borne away the glittering snakes that made them gay with choking sobs and voice half-spent the king renewed his sad lament with broken utterance faint and low scarce could he speak these words of war my steps to rama's mother guide and place me by kaushalya's side there only there my heart may know some little respite from my woe war. the warders of the palace led the monarch when his words were said to queen kaushalya's bower and there laid him with reverential care but while he rested on the bed still was his soul disquieted in grief he tossed his arms on high lamenting with a piteous cry o rama rama thus said he my son thou hast forsaken me High bliss awaits those favoured men, left living in Ayodhya then, Whose eyes shall see my son once more, returning when the time is over. Then came the night, whose hated gloom, fell on him like the night of doom. At midnight the Sadat cried to Queen Kaushalya by his side. I see thee not, Kaushalya, lay, thy gentle hand in mine, I pray. When Rama left his home, my sight went with him. Nor returns to night. End of Cantos 40, 41 and 42.